Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. I'm so excited this morning um, because we're excited for the rain. <laughs> we're excited for the rain. We're excited for the rain. We're excited for the rain. <clears throat> so my name is Lola Day. Hi. Welcome to the Gap Church, where we're filling the gap through. All right. I always, we always say this every day. So every morning, Sunday morning. So you remember, you always check if I'm still walking in freedom, am I still walking in truth? Um, and we started a new series last week, Sunday. Don't put it up here, too. Don't put it up here, because now you'll be overactive. Um, and so we started a new series last week, Sunday. Who remembers? We want to tell everybody. Want to echo it? Or one person want to tell me? Okay, these are two people in church this morning. All right, we started a new series last week, Sunday. Title: We're now ten. We started a new series last week, Sunday. Titled. Living Water. Thank you so much. If you were here last week, Sunday, can I see a wave? All right. If you were not here but you watched the service, can I see a wave? Okay. Dedication. I like that. Okay. Um, and so I will be continuing from last week's Sunday. Last week's Sunday, we started leaving water. And I started teaching us about understanding what water is. Um, please, can I get my timer reset? Thank you so much. Um, and I started with teaching us what leaving water is, what water means. Um, what happens, like when you come across water in the Bible, what <clears throat> is the first thing you should think about. Talked about why God is being is called the living water. And so if you've not, if you were not here last week Sunday and you did not watch it, apologies. Please go ahead. Please, 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 I want you to watch it because it's going to bring everything into full circle so that you very much understand. That's what and that's why last Sunday was super important because I did a, a more of teaching. And so this morning, we're just going to pick picking up just one or two things from leaving water and going a little bit deep and having more understanding of what leaving water is all about. And so let us pray. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you for today. We thank you for the word that we're about to receive. We thank you because when you bring a word, a word of warning, a word of caution, Word of rejuvenation. We know that you are looking, you're so excited, and you just want us to walk the fullness of what it looks like to be a Christian. Father, even as we go into your word, we ask that you teach us, open our eyes, help us to understand more, that we'll be better and better and better for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Are we taking note? Are we taking note? All right. Thank you, my students. All right, so today's topic is dead water. Dead water. So we talked about living water. So if water is alive, it means water can be dead. Yeah. Oh, wow. Source of life. All right, dead water. Um, I'm going to start with a, a story. Um, a very, it's a personal story. Um, and so I just need you to follow me 
please, you have all the room to judge me as much as you want to. I give you free liberty. Judge ahead. Anyways, I'm going to start with a story. Um, exactly two, two years ago, I've, well, I've been preaching in the gap for over two years. I think it was like two years in July. And thank you, Jesus. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, obviously when they, brought, when they told me, oh, you're going to start, join the word team, um, you know, there's some things that when they come and tell you, you don't have to go back to ask God. Because it's like, God had kind of already told you a while back, so you're just going back. You're just like, let me pray about it. But you kind of know that it was coming. Um, because that's how God works. And so they told me uh, I was going to join the word team. They informed me. They didn't ask me. Um, and so I started preaching. Um, obviously, learning how it works. Um, you know, watching my mentors and everyone. You know, we've all been doing it for so many years and just learning Learning the system, basically. But at first, I was just preaching once a month. So I just need to grind the one week, pray, whatever I need to do, stay holy, stay consecrated, everything for one week. And then the next three weeks, freedom, and do whatever I want to do. Oh, so I think. Um, and as time kept going, I was making it work. I had to preach more. And so it went from once a month to twice a month. Okay, we can make it work one time off, one time on. Three times a month. Oh, wow. Okay. How are we going to do this? And it was so funny that I started, I did not notice that I started praying and studying just to preach. And so if I have to preach back to back, so let's assume I preached last week Sunday and then this week Sunday, um, and then there's Deepa and I. So like, uh, two weeks ago, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Father, what's the word for your people? I'm opening the Bible. What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? Throughout that week, what's the word? Preach, following week, what's the word? Preach, following week, what's the word? And then I realized that what I would do was that I would take a little bowl and go to the sauce and get a little water from the sauce and come give you guys. But I myself was disconnected. I, um, I was enjoying, oh, I'm able to pour. But every time I, I, I pour, every time I preach, and now we moved from just preaching once to preaching twice in one Sunday. So that was like four <laughs> sermons in two weeks. And I, sometimes I get home and I am gone. Like I'm super drained. I can't even do anything else. I'll sleep for like five hours stretch. Sunday nap is important, as we tell ourselves. And so <laughs> I would nap for like five hours and I wake up and I'm so tired. And the devil will come in disguise thinking it's the Holy Spirit. You know, you just poured out yourself. You know, you just released. You know, it's just like you need the rest. So like for the next one week, just recover. And I'll be like, you're right, you're right. I just poured. But I was empty. So I would just, like I said, take a small bowl, go to the sauce, get water, come give you guys. But I wasn't storing water. There was no living water inside of me. I was dead. I was dead. And it took the grace of the Holy Spirit to open my eyes to the fact that I found myself back in the, to the struggles that I thought I'd let go of. And I was like, but I'm a minister. 
But God is doing all of these things through me. I should be covered, says God in my grace. Grace. So I should be covered. But God was like, you're working for me, but you're not working with me. And so dead water. Dead water. Our anchor scripture, Revelations. Revelations 22 from verse 1 to 5. Please let's open our Bibles or media. Anyone that opens first. Revelations 22 from verse 1 to 5. I'm going to read because of our time. Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life clear as crystal. Flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Verse 2. It flowed down the center of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life. Bearing 12 crops of fruit. With a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. Verse 3, no longer will there be a curse upon anything, for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there. And his servants will worship him, and they will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads. Verse 5, and there will be no night there, no need for lambs or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them, and they would reign forever and ever. Amen. And so I remember last week, for those who were here, I talked about the different character qualities of water. And one of them was that water is a life source. And so our focus today is going to be talking about water as a life source, dead water. What is a source? A source is a place, person, or thing from which something comes or can be obtained. A source is a place, person, or thing from which something comes or can be obtained. But then what is a life source? Anything that is necessary for or that provides something that is necessary for sustaining life. Anything that is necessary for or that provides something that is necessary for sustaining life. I just read Revelation 22 from verse 1 to 5 and it talks about the water that's coming from the throne and it's going and then it's giving life to the trees and then giving life to the tree, uh, the, the leaves, and then the leaves healed the nation, and it's just a source of life for everything that came across it. And so I thought to myself, and I said, oh, Holy Spirit, how can a water be dead? We talk about how water has life, but how can water be dead? And it, it took me to Ezekiel 47 from verse 8 to 9. The Holy Spirit said something. He said, if you understand what something it is, you understand what it is not. So if you understand what is, if you know this is right, you automatically know when that right is wrong. And so he showed me what a living water is. And he said, flip it. That is what a dead water is. So Ezekiel 47 from verse 8 to 9, the Bible says, and the water flows from the eastern region, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. And when it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the river go will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there. For they will be healed and everything will live wherever the rivers go. So character quality of a dead water cannot give life and cannot sustain life inside of it. It cannot give life. And it cannot sustain life. The text I just read 
Bible says the river entered into something that was dead. And the water was healed. And then the fishes that were inside that was dead, they had life again. And not only did they have life, they were able to live inside of that water. And so, what, how can the water be dead when it is disconnected from its source? And at that moment, it cannot give life or cannot sustain life. And so even if you find a pool of water that looks super clean, but it's disconnected, you can put fish inside of it, but come back a couple of weeks, the fishes are going to be dead because there is no way that water can keep the fishes alive. It can supply it food. There's literally, there's no flow. And so how does this relate to us? How does this relate to us? How can you drain your power? You're somebody who is connected or you believe you're connected to the living water. How do you notice when you've stopped giving life or when you cannot sustain life? Number one, you are connected, but you are not empowered. You are connected, you are not empowered. My story is a typical example of how connected you can be how much access you have to the source, but you yourself do not receive from the source. And this is a lot of us Christians. Most of us who have been in this Christian journey for so long, you served for so long, and like Martha, you are busy with activities. You're super busy. You don't even realize when, you, when you've stopped being connected, being empowered. My example story is from 1 Samuel, from verse 15, from verse, 1 Samuel 15, from verse 26 to 35. We started with the story of Saul. We all know that Israel, they had prophets. So they had, they had um, Deborah, they had all of the prophets, and they were crying for a king. And God gave them a king. And so there was a time when Saul was chosen. There was a time where Saul was the heart of God. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel 15 from verse 26, God had left Saul, but he did not even know. He thought he was still the apple of God's eyes, but Samuel knew. And so even while Saul was still reigning as king, God had appointed another king. And from verse chapter 16, in 1 Samuel Samuel was mourning and was so sad for Saul. And God had said, why are you mourning? I have already departed from him. Go and anoint the son of Jesse as the next king. And between when David was anointed and when he became king, do you know how many years that was? And so within that time, Saul still felt like he was relevant. You can be connected, but you can lose access to being empowered. When, you, when what you thought you have dealt with, when those sins, that, those things, those weights that you've thought you've left at the cross, you've gone back to pick it up. They start to creep back into your life. Oh, but the last time I watched porn was five years ago. Why am I still doing it again? 
power has left. Second one. Number two, load of sin. The load of sin. Hebrews 12 verse 1. Hebrews 12 verse 1. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Be watchful what gets into you that drains your life but cannot sustain life. There are things that takes life from you but they don't have the ability to sustain life inside of them. When you put a fish inside water, there's something that happens between the fish and the water. And so as the fish, water is giving life to the fish, the fish is giving life to water. So what happens when I put a plastic inside water? The water just has to keep the plastic floating. So it's giving what it has, its energy, its power, everything to the plastic, but the plastic cannot sustain life. And so some of us, we've stacked up little sins, and I use little sins in this context, because there's not little or big sin, but I use little sins. We've stacked up little sins, just little things here and there. I'm just going to do this, just a little. I'm just going to lie, just a little. I'm just going to take this thing, just a little. So much so that it has drained our power, drained life from us. But because it cannot sustain life, it just takes and takes and takes. Till one day you have no power again. Give an example. Anyone who knows me knows how much I love watching movies. Uh -uh. Wow, you'll be coming for me. But yeah, I did. And I used did intentionally. I could watch five to six movies in one day. Through it all, from sleeping to waking, eating, everything, watching my movie, finish one, start the other. If I don't finish it, something will happen to me. I must see the end of what happened to that man. And the Holy Spirit started seeing that this stuff was draining me and draining life from me, but I didn't notice. And so out of mercy, towards, I think it was towards the end of, I think, June or beginning of July, he started talking to me about preparing for a conference. He said, trust him to tie it to something. And he's like, you know what, let's do this. You're going to watch two movies in a week, one on Thursday, one on Sunday. And we'll do that just for you to prepare for conference. So I was like, okay, conference is coming, three weeks, four weeks. I go back to my life. And I did not, like I said, I did not know it was an addiction. I did not notice how much it had drained me. I did not notice how I couldn't eat without a movie. I didn't notice how I couldn't, even if I want to sleep, the sleep is not coming until I play something. Until when I had to do without them. And so after conference ended, you know, a part of me was like, okay, sir, the conference has finished. Alpha. <laughs> you know, you know. But even after conference ended, I wasn't dependent on it anymore. 
That even the days that I was given the ability to, oh yeah, go watch a movie, I would go through my phone for hours on end. What will I watch? Nothing was attractive. Me, I can finish a series in one day. Oh, God is good. And just, I'm not saying I don't watch movies anymore. But it's, I'm not as dependent on it anymore. I don't gain life from it anymore. I don't need it to eat anymore. Because it, it became so bad that I want to see the end of a movie before I start praying. Oh, some of you don't know the things that is draining you until you start to take away your prayer time. So I'm like 15 more minutes and then I'll start praying. What takes life from you but cannot give you life? Number three. Any one of us know a power bank? Ever heard of the word power bank? Seen power banks? Know what they do. What do they do? Provide power, charge. And so number three is failure to carry a power bank. What is a power bank as a Christian? The word of God. The word of God is our power bank. Because there might come a season in our, in our lives where by we're taken away, we don't have access to this kind of community. We don't have access. For some, I know a couple of us who've gone to school, some of them have called me and like, I'm still looking for a church because I'm in an environment where there's no, you know, I'm still trying to find these things. And then you find yourself in the midst of people who just take and who just drains you. There will be season in your life you will find yourself in the midst of people like that. If you go into college, not everybody has the same beliefs that you do. Not everybody's coming from the same home as you do. Some people, they come from a home where every, every, they do ma, everybody answers them. And so they come to school and they believe everybody should serve them. And so you have that. And imagine coming into school, you're having that kind of friends and you've not still found a church to be connected to. What is your power? Where is your power bank? Is your power bank charged enough to charge you? Bible says, the word of God have I eaten in my heart that I may not sin against you. Not in my head. Bible says, the word of God is a light unto our faith. A light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. And so we, when we find ourselves in environments that is draining, our power bank needs to always be charged so that when things get, when you feel like you're losing, you're losing power, you're able to go back to the power bank and get recharged. And not like the foolish virgins that carry tiny oil. The five foolish virgins, they're waiting for the bridegroom and the oil they carry is not enough to keep them, to light them up while they wait. You need to be able to have enough oil to, no matter how long I have to wait, I have enough oil to keep me waiting. See people in their waiting seasons of life, but they don't have enough oil to keep them waiting. And so it's super important that the word of God does not depart from your lips, from your heart. You meditate on it day and night. I tell people, I, I said this to the prayer department a couple of days and week, I think last or two weeks ago, I said, 
most of us, the reason why we don't have a sustainable, you know, fellowship time with God is because we have built something that is not sustainable. We've put ourselves in an on in a, a kind of expectation. We put ourselves in a box. We've said, okay, you know what? Every day I'm going to read one chapter of the Bible. You know, you don't. You've not even gone into college. Some of us, or we're just about to start college, and you already said next one year, every night for two hours, I'm going to study the Word. You don't even know what college is going to bring to you. And so the first day, you're not able to do two hours. You stop studying. We don't serve a God that is legalistic. We serve a God that craves fellowship. And so some of us, even when we say, okay, we are doing it successfully. Amen. I've done it today. You can't even remember nothing that you just read. There's sometimes you'll be stuck in one verse for one week. That is how you meditate. I remember one, someone told me something a while ago. He said, it's a message he was saying. He said that some people don't even know how to study the word. He said when he's studying the word, he said it's the Bible. This is book, dictionary, this, that. He said that's how you study. He said you, he has com- commentary of this one. He has, he's opened all the tabs. He's writing one verse, meaning of Tao. That's how you study. <laughs> how do you study for your exams? Do you just go and you are done? putting yourself in an unrealistic box and so the moment the moment you're not able to fulfill it you walk away from the presence of God slowly for surely failure to carry a power bank the moment your power gets drained a dump begins the moment your power gets drained a dump begins please can I have my first picture Thank you. God bless you. Okay. In the picture, thank you. God bless you. I said the moment your power starts to get drained, a dump begins. Um, when a water, when you, when you put together a pool, anybody ever been inside a pool before? And so either a pool that has been just been cleaned, so everything is clean, you're able to swim and everything. And so, but then the pool is there. After a period of time, why do you have to still clean the pool again? Because dump, things start to get into the pool. And so when you get disconnected and when you just become a pool of water, things start to come into the pool. We have this beautiful blue balloon inside the water. There's wood, flies, everything. There's some you can see in the surface. There's some that goes under the pool that you don't quickly see. But then when you come across a waterfall, can I see my next picture, please? When you come across the living water, it's assuming you're dead water with dump, and you come across the living water, can you imagine this amount of water flow on that same pool? The balloon cannot stay in that water. The wood, after a while, the waterfall, the, the rush and the power of the water starts to push these things away. Starts to push these things away. And that's what happens when you're connected to the source. Because of the force that comes from God, a purging always happens. 
because of that force, there's always a constant purging. David said, search me. If you see any wicked inside of my heart, take it away. There's a constant purge because you are connected. The Holy Spirit automatically starts removing things that he doesn't like because he's a part of you. But the moment you are disconnected, everything and anything goes. People bring ideas, it goes. People bring comments, it goes. Oh, you look like someone that is depressed, it goes. Oh, you look like, are you sick, it goes. Everything just sits. Some of them in the surface, some of them has gone super deep. That even when people are helping you to just pick the surface, they can't see the deep things. That's what happens when you get disconnected. There's no availability of constant purging. No availability of constant purging. But there's good news. There is good news. There's the ability to get recharged. It's an ability for you to get recharged. Imagine the way they plug that fan to the switch. And then somebody goes to the main breaker and turns it off. Can you imagine you, or maybe plug your phone and you say, I'll come back, it's charging. But you, you know, or you're unaware that somebody had turned media. They had gone there and turned off the breaker. And so you come back two hours after thinking your phone has been charged. But it's not charged. But there's something that could happen. Media can decide to be nice and go and turn back on the breaker. And then your phone can get recharged. It only takes one decision. One decision. I said this last week, I said, you can stop the flow of water by putting barriers. How do they make dams and all of that? They put barriers around so they can keep the water so you can decide to stop the flow of water. Or you can decide to allow the water to flow. And so this afternoon, it is afternoon, God is saying that some of us, we have been connected. You know the word. But the word is not taking root in your heart. So you're connected, but you're not empowered. Some of us are like me, that have, we've practiced how to attend God to a genie and just get where we want and go. Get where we want and go. Or some of us, we start seeing little, 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 little sin, first not noticeable. At first, inside the dead water, just maybe a tiny plastic that sometimes you can't even see it. Then tomorrow is something tiny, and next tomorrow is something tiny, and then one day becomes something big. But God is saying that there is hope for a tree when it's been caught at the scent of water. It can get life again. If that stagnant water was to come across a waterfall like that, you don't need no man to come pick up those things. That the force alone from that waterfall can clean up that water. And so I want us to bow down our heads this, this afternoon. And start to reflect on everything we've heard. Father, even in my study life, I have turned it to a pattern. I just do it to tick a box. But your word I haven't eaten in my heart. 
It's nowhere in my heart. I just have had knowledge of what you can do. For some of us, we're saying that, Father, I am connected. I come to church and I serve. But I still deal with this sin and that sin. I'm not as empowered. Father, show me mercy this morning and reconnect me. David gave God the free. He said, search me. He went to meet him and said, no, don't do it. Do it because I'm asking you to do it. Search me. Because the Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who can know? You don't even know your heart sometimes. But David also was, I was aware that I am a wicked man. Because it only takes a wicked man to take another person's wife and kill the person in the process. He said, search me, find any wickedness in my heart. Please purge me. And even as our heads are bowed, if you're here and you're saying, Father, I also want to get reconnected. Some of us, we've lost the joy of our salvation. When we first gave our life to Christ, there was so much joy and there was this flood. And, and you were so empowered and so excited and you were going through, if you were going through life like it was, in fact, fun. And, and then all of a sudden, you've lost your joy. You've lost your peace. Anything goes. Everything goes. You stop listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You've quieted him down. Because your mind is so flooded by different kind of thoughts. You don't even feel useful. The assignment that God has given to you in your hands are dead. Because you cannot sustain life. If you're thinking this and the Holy Spirit is nudging you in your heart and saying, I need you to get reconnected. I need you to take a bold step and come forward. The Bible talks about the prodigal son. It, until he took his step and until he came, his father did not start moving. I need to take a bold step and come forward and say, Father, I want to get reconnected again. I need there to be a purging. I need there to be a purging. I do not have that joy in my salvation anymore. I'm still battling with sins that I should not be battling with because I've let this dump sit for too long. A few more seconds and you're, you're having the nudge in your spirit. The Holy Spirit is telling you, I need you to take this step because I have been calling you to come back home. I have been nudging you to come back home. The opportunity is here and the opportunity is now. I have let things sit for too long. You need to take the bold step. I could stand here and I could pray for you where you are. But you also need to, to open your heart like David said and say, I need you to search me. And I need you to purge me. I need you to search me and I need you to purge me. Ten more seconds. Ten more seconds. Tomorrow, you might feel like I have time. 
you do not you do not have as much time as you think you do you do not have as much time as you think you do Saul thought he had time not knowing that within that same time God had found a replacement for him And if you're online too and you want to get reconnected to the saving grace, the saving power that is in the name of Jesus. There will be a number that will come up on your screen and I want you to text save to that number. And somebody is going to give you a call and pray with you. But if you're here and you need to take the step, we're going to pray. And so please say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Help me to know you better. As I accept you today, take over my heart and dwell in me. Forgive me of my old ways and help me to change into the person that you want me to be. I love you, Lord, and I proclaim that you are my God in Jesus' name. And I want to stretch forth our hands and I want you to also pray for him. And I want us to ask the Lord, let there be a flood that would go through his life. A flood that comes from God himself. That will purge him whatever needs to be purged. Let life be restored again in his his walk with God. Let there be a, a restoration of life. Let there be a restoration in every aspect of his life. That what is, seems dead will, will gain life again. Every load of sin is removed. The word of God becomes his anchor. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your son. We thank you for restoration. We thank you, God, because he's come to the source himself. And that, Father, he receives life from you. And that everything dead in his life comes back to life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, sweet Holy Ghost. For in Jesus' mighty name we're praying. I want us to celebrate God in this house. Celebrate Jesus in this house. Can we be on our feet real quick, please? Um, you'll see somebody out there she'll give you a card please fill it out and we'll be praying with you God bless you I want us to bow our heads and I just want us to pray this moment and I want us to ask God this one thing I've been saying in my sermon Father search me and purge me Lord search me and purge me that is our prayer search me and purge me Lord, search me and purge me. Father, search me and purge me. That is our prayer. Search me, cleanse me, purge me in the name of Jesus. Father, I receive, oh God, from the you, the floodgate that would come into my life and would purge me and would cleanse me and would remove everything that is called. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. 
Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.